sound comes from a video on the Instagram account of Ottawa's Shiloh Beer. You can see one of the owners, Ben Shiloh, rolling yellow labels by hand onto cans of the company's latest batch of freshly brewed sour ale. You can't hear it, but Shiloh Beer is the only craft beer in Ontario that has been certified kosher. They've just opened their own brick-and-mortar brewery in Ottawa's East End and a retail store there. It is not open on the Jewish Sabbath, of course. The beer is being sold also through Shopify, and the Shilohs might even deliver it for you across town. You can also get two of their kosher craft beers through Ontario's government-run liquor stores, the LCBO. Now, you might say, well, isn't beer inherently kosher if you just use four ingredients, water, hops, yeast, and grain? Well, yes, it is. But Ben Shiloh and his wife Jamie, who is the brewmaster of the company, have become observant Jews in the last decade after they first met while working in Toronto's bar scene. And when they decided to branch out into flavored beers like blueberry and mango, they figured they needed rabbinical approval. They'll also need it eventually when they open a tap room where their customers will be able to grab a bite with their brew. We're offering different choices. You know, there's there's something different for for different people. So I right. think that's I think that's a big part of just what we're all about. Yeah, not choices. all our, not our beers not for everyone, but all of our beers for someone. I'm Ellen Besner and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Tuesday, August 31st, 2021. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. If you've walked into a liquor store these days, you've seen the craft beer aisles. They're like works of art on every can. There's fanciful designs, there's bright colors. It's hard to know what to choose unless you know the beer. Well, Ben and Jamie Shiloh think their beer brand stands out because it's certified kosher by both the Ottawa Cashew Council and the larger National Kosher Council of Canada. Now, it's an extra expense, to be sure, but as the Shilohs mark the official opening of their store and brewery on Cyrilville Road in Ottawa, they think it sets them apart and makes their products attractive not only to the Jewish community, but to people who really care to know about the kinds of ingredients that go into what they eat or drink, Jewish or not. Coming up, you'll meet the couple and hear how they got their start and what's on tap after the Jewish high holidays. But first, here's what's making news elsewhere in Canada right now. The Canadian branch of the One Family Fund has issued a statement mourning the death of that Israeli soldier who was shot in the head during riots on the Gaza border. Funeral services were held Monday night in Tel Aviv for Barel Hadaria Shmueli. He was 21. He was a staff sergeant in the IDF. He was part of an undercover military unit stationed on the Gaza border. According to reports, he was shot a week ago Saturday by some Hamas rioters. He spent nine days in hospital in Israel undergoing multiple surgeries. The One Family Fund raises money to help Israeli victims of terror. They are taking donations. In October, they're planning to take a group of Canadians to Israel for their annual fundraising hike. In election news, here's a save the date for you. Monday, September 13th, we here at the CJN are teaming up with CJA to hold a federal election debate. And you're invited. It's being done virtually on our social media platforms. I'll be co-hosting along with Avi Feingold. He hosts the CJN's current affairs show, Bonjour Chai. 
Then make sure to stick around after the candidates have left for the after show with analysis by our reporters, broadcasters, and pundit, including Ron Silag, Josh Liebline, Rifka Campbell, and Lila Sarek, and it's all moderated by Ralph Ben Mergi. Watch for the link and more info in the coming days. The Shilos used to live in Toronto, where they first started brewing small batches of Jamie's creations in someone else's brewery. They decided to move to Ottawa, where they could afford a bigger house for their growing family of three kids, and to pursue their dreams of opening their own place. The Shilos joined me from their new premises. On your website, it says that you have two certifications, both from the Ottawa VOD as well as the KCOR. Um, what was that process like getting that, and why even do it? Traditionally, it's always been said, as long as it's the four ingredients, it's, it should be fine. It's, it's kosher. Um, but we're getting into territory now where craft brewers are starting to experiment. They're starting to add different flavors. Um, you do see brewers putting bacon in beers. You see brewers brewing with oysters. Um, people are putting dairy. So this is starting to call into question the equipment. How does that affect the equipment? Because you do use heat when you're making beer. Um, and um, also when liquid sits in a tank for more than 24 hours, that also in, impacts the equipment. Um, so, so there's a lot of questions in, in industrial production of, of any food item when it, when it comes to how ingredients might affect something that otherwise could be considered kosher. And um, that's that, that's just including the stuff that they declare. There's a lack of transparency. Right. And when you get into things like processing aids that aren't necessarily needed to be included, um, disclosed as ingredients, um, but are used in the process that that may or may not be kosher as well. So there's there's a lot of questions. Um, I think we're going to see that um, kosher organizations are moving in a direction where they're saying beer is going to start requiring hashgaha, um, especially for the for the smaller. We're seeing it in the States breweries. already. Like CRC has a whole not recommended list. They do, yeah, on the CRC, because they have the most comprehensive list when it comes to alcohol. There's a lot of breweries that they're saying are not recommended because you really just don't know. Montreal Kosher also has a not recommended list on their uh, on right, their model after the CRC. To be clear, the, 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 these agencies are not saying that they're necessarily not kosher. But they're 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 basically saying buyer beware. We don't recommend you engage. Right. It's it's a we don't know, and if we don't know, then. So I mean, what about the expense of going through this hechsher process? I mean, beer is whatever. You have a lot of competition, and does it? How much does it uh, impact the price point that you can sell for? The supervision process with beer is not as extensive as as other things. You know, we're we're not dealing with. Um, like restaurants, you know, they need to be constantly checking lettuce for bugs and stuff. So we don't have that level of supervision required. Um, mostly it's a process where we get our, um, I send my recipes into, um, into the COR or to the OVH. Um, and then we go through and make sure that we have certificates for all the ingredients. Um, so most of it's done online as just like a back and forth, um, checking off making sure that I'm only using kosher things to make to make my beers um, and then occasionally they'll come in and, and do a walkthrough inspection almost like a health inspection like it's every now and again they could drop by unannounced um, it's just one of the ways that it keeps everyone honest um, 
And uh, if, if I do end up using dairy in a beer and I want to capture my equipment back to Parv, that's when we would call the rabbi to come in and, and supervise that process. They, yeah, they, they've been very supportive, especially with the fact that um, we're not trying to navigate through hoops where we're trying to, we're not trying to play any system. We're trying to do it what we believe to be correctly. So they're, they're, there's a much more open air of collaboration and support. And what attraction does kosher beer have in terms of an audience, building your audience, building customer base? Like who buys this stuff because of the kashrut? So definitely people who keep, who keep kosher, who are starting to be conscious of some of the industrial process issues when it comes to equipment. Um, you know, they of course are gonna, are gonna seek out kosher products. The flavored beer is, is something that the kosher market hasn't had access to, um, you know, being able to have fruit beers, flavored beers. Um, I did do one beer with dairy. So that's, uh, you know, an interesting. It was the first one in Canada, the Shkacha, you know. What was the, what's the name of it? Sior had some questions for us. They're like, dairy in a beer? What? Are you sure? Um, what's the name? It's called Blueberry Grunt. So it was inspired by a dessert, um, a classic dessert in Nova Scotia, which is where I grew up, um, which is basically blueberry dumplings, dumplings stewed in blueberries. <laughs> um, so I added a lot of blueberries and lactose um, to this to this beer. So it's it's almost more like a like a milkshake than a than a beer. Uh, it's important for us, uh, we said as a business to be kosher. Yes, we want to service the Ottawa community, but it's the one. It's the larger kosher community. It's also kosher markets outside of Ontario, that we offer a lot of value. But even within Ontario is in the tourist, tourism sectors, particularly in hotels, event spaces, um, thing, clubs, so on and so forth, where they, they host many, uh, co many kosher, much kosher clientele. So th there's, there's significant interest there. And so in the Blue Jays games, they have kosher uh, hot dogs and stuff, but I don't know if they have kosher beer. Are you in the Rogers Center yet? Uh, no, that, that, that's <laughs> a bigger fight, but we're not we're, we're not on our we're not having the lobbying conversation yet because that's a that's a that's a that's a big fight. That's a, a bigger Ontario wide issue in the beer world, but um, big companies, things like that. But um, but yeah, there's 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 a there's a large demand for kosher product in that sense. And then just lastly, what I've seen is that those who adhere to other dietary restrictions, you know, for example, vegans, they obviously were not certified vegan, but we, this is viewed as another means of, 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 of control. Uh, of checks and balances that they, they, they are confident in. I think people are starting to appreciate transparency when it comes to the food that they're eating, even if you don't have dietary restrictions, just knowing what you're consuming. Right. Um, I know you always wish people at Rosh Hashanah a happy new year on your Instagram and your socials and what have you. Uh, uh, you have eight now beers that are, are out. Is there another one coming uh, for, for this new year? Is anything coming up that we should be expecting? Um, not yet. I'll probably have a couple more new things coming out after the holidays. Um, so there are definitely plans, and there's there there's always you know aside from the you know the the, the creative juices that are flowing, there's an aggressive plan to constantly be you know reinforcing the brands that people love, but also bringing something new to the table 
Mm-hmm. Right, matcha ball flavor, of course, or brisket flavor. <laughs> oh no, it has to be it has to be dairy or 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 parv, right? No meat. That's, yeah, that's right. I don't I'm, think I want to do a meat beer. No. No. <laughs> it, it's been done in the trade world, so I'm not putting it. I'm not putting Ew, down. Really? I don't know. Um, I don't. My son would probably go for it, and I hate pumpkin spice. FYI, I would never drink a pumpkin beer. We announced we're not doing one this year. I chuckled. To be <laughs> to be continued. One more note. LCBO website doesn't mention that the two brands of Shiloh beer which they sell are kosher. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Bob Delson of Thornhill, Ontario. His father served in the Second World War with the Canadian Air Force and helped liberate Bergen-Belsen, and Bob does a wonderful presentation about the whole story. So if you want to book him for your organization this year, just drop me a note and I'll make the connection. We'll end this episode with a sneak peek of our new commercial that we made for our CJN CJA federal election debate. The link to send in your questions will be up in a few days. I'm Ellen Besner in Toronto and I host the CJN Daily. And I'm Avi Feingold in Montreal and I host Bonjour Chai, the CJN Weekly Current Affairs Podcast. And in case you hadn't noticed, there's a federal election campaign going on. And we want to know what issues matter to you. That's why the CJN is teaming up with CJA to host an election debate. And we are moderating this debate, but we need your help. What questions do you want us to ask to the candidates? Well, here's your chance to get your voice heard. Please record one question using our link. It's really easy and your question could appear in the live debate show. See you on Monday, September 13th, 730 Eastern, 430 Pacific.